You're listening to Totten's Tom. Welcome back to the Titans Time Podcast. Before we get started, it's time to hear from the official sponsor of the show, Jacob Patterson. This is Jacob Patterson, official Titans Time sponsor, real estate agent for Caldwell Banker Southern Realty. If you are in the Southern Middle Tennessee area, whether it be Spring Hill, Columbia, or Lawrence County, call me today at 931-279-1707 for all of your real estate needs. Thanks, and let's have a great football season. Go Titans! What is up? The TTP is back and we're back early this week because the Titans are playing on Thursday night football against the Indianapolis Colts. I'm your host, Tanner Staggs. Before we get started, if you enjoy the show, I'm going to ask, please, please share the show with your friends, share it to your social media, subscribe to the podcast, give us a rating, check out our YouTube, share all of that good stuff. Um, that's how, you know, we get noticed, we get more people involved in the show and, you know, I mean, we, we love that interaction as much as, you know, I love talking to Tyler and I'm sure he loves talking to me. Uh, this is what we, we do that for is that interaction and the more people that, you know, can, can know about the show and listen, hopefully enjoy the show, the more that we can get that up. So, um, yeah, if you enjoy the show, please, uh, Please share it to your social media, share it with some of your friends, uh, and you know, let's try to get it out there, get it noticed by some more people. Um, Tyler, fresh off the massage today, you feeling loose, feeling fresh? Oh, I'm feeling great. And coming up, like I said, Titans against the Colts on Thursday night football. We're getting some of that primetime respect. Oh boy, let's go. I'm ready. I'm ready for this first matchup against the Colts so that we can smack them in the mouth and tell them, go to your room, we're your dad this year, and there's nothing you can do about it. Well, actually, Philip Rivers is the dad. Philip Rivers is... Of the- like seven kids. <laughs> you got me there. And you can tell he's getting up there in age after his uh, little tackle experience. That 35-yard line will get anybody. It will. I, it, I really it's don't a know, tough one. I really don't know how the Ravens defender was able to get by it. I mean... That was the best tackler out there for the Colts. We know, listen, the Colts are, are no joke, and mostly that's because of their defense. Because Phillip Rivers, honestly, he's no Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck is is what gave the Titans so much trouble in the AFC South for a while. And then, obviously, Deshaun Watson comes in, and, and he's a good quarterback as well. Uh, Phillip Rivers has been good, but he's kind of washed now. Old Man Rivers. Yeah, oh. Old Man Rivers. And, uh, you, you know, we're kind of, you know, waving across the road to Old Man Rivers there in second place in the AFC South because, as you know, we took the lead. Titans took the lead uh, this last week. And so we've got that one game on the Colts, and we can potentially swing that to three games this week. And, we, we hey, we just mentioned a second ago the Colts' defense is um, – they're really no good. joke. They're no joke. And uh, so, you know, that's one thing immediately starting out on this podcast that I wanted to mention. But as you know, we always start with the injury report. So today was uh, only a walkthrough. So I'm, these aren't really – I wouldn't take too much stock into this. And obviously, you know, we're having to – we're doing this show on Monday. Uh, Monday night. And so that's just what you have to do when you have a Thursday game. You have a short week. You're probably going to have some guys a little bit banged up. 
but the guys that are on here, A.J. Brown did not practice. Jadavion Clowney did not practice. Crookshank did not practice. Adam Humphreys, I would expect that he probably won't play. Uh, Dennis Kelly did not practice. Chris Milton did not practice. Michael Pruitt did not practice. And Roger Saffold, limited participation. Obviously, Michael Pruitt and Adam Humphreys, I think, are out. I believe they're out too. And honestly, I'm up in the air on if uh, Clowney will play. I believe that he will possibly be out as well. The other guys on that list, I'm not too worried about. For weeks now, they've been resting the first couple days of practice we're like you mentioned we're on a short week this week so i'm gonna say rest them just make sure they know the game plan for thursday and let them go out and ball then i'm I'm honestly gonna say uh aj brown probably not practice on wednesday or at most probably be limited yeah i don't i don't think he'll do that's just the trend that's the trend that we've uh seen from him so far pretty much this season and especially since, you know, he went out with the, the knee bruise. Yeah, and, I mean, he's been – But he's still from, been lots out. Look at his, his catch from last game. Man, I can watch that catch all day long. You I, do that. I, I, I'm, I, I can do other things. If you could watch that catch all day long, you're telling me you wouldn't do it. I don't know. I mean, I could watch it like – what what okay maybe 15 times in a row i think is a number <laughs> that i could probably watch it and then i'm like yeah i'm out sorry Mm-mm-mm. all right you mentioned this colts defense and i want to get into just how good they have been this year and all their games so far they have not allowed one single rusher to go over 100 yards on them right now they are ranked third in the league in Rush yards allowed, seventh in touchdowns, rushing touchdowns allowed, and they are second in yards per rushing attempt. And most of the time what we've been seeing is if a team kind of has a good run defense, we're like, all right, Ryan Tannehill can tear up their secondary. The Colts, they're pretty good all around because in their defense against the pass this year, is third in yards allowed, fourth in touchdowns, and first in interceptions. So, a really well-rounded defense for the Colts this year. Hey, I mean, it was no secret, you know, that they they beefed up that defense this offseason, going out and getting to Forrest Buckner, and then, uh, you know, obviously Darius Darius Leonard is a stud. Mm -hmm. And they went out, they got the defensive back, from Minnesota, and for some reason, like it always does when I'm trying to make a point, his name's slipping my mind. Um, but they they got the cornerback from Minnesota, and he's good. Uh, all around, yeah, like you said, their defense is solid. And uh, I think you pointed out earlier, you know, that they haven't allowed a hundred yards uh, to any running back this right. season. I don't know. I don't know if you just said that, but I know you definitely pointed out before the show, and. I'll have more to say on that when we get to our bold prediction. Um, But for now, I'll just leave it where it is. Right. I'm not going to make you dive into your bold prediction right now, but I'm pretty sure I know where you're going. And just by watching Henry on the sidelines, this this past game against the Bears, he does not look happy. And I I feel sorry for the Colts defense having to go against an angry Derrick Henry. And I just – 
I don't think you're wrong that he was probably upset. He didn't have a great game, and I think that's probably why. But, hey, you know, listen, you can't expect him to do what he does, what he did in his 200-yard game every game. So, uh, you know, that's going to happen sometimes. But it's honestly a good thing that he gets pissed when it does because uh, he's got high expectations for himself. He does, and, you know, he wants to do whatever he can to help this team win. And, you know, I don't think that he's – I'm going to say he's not mad at anyone on the team right now. He's yeah, just, I think that yeah. – I think he's upset with maybe himself uh, because, you know, we've seen a couple flashes in the Bears game where I think his longest run was like 20-something yards. And he could he could get a little daylight, but he kept getting tripped up, this and that, and he wasn't able to really break that big one that he's wanting to break. So I think he's mad at himself, and he's like, I know I can do more, but I got to actually do it. little inside the head of Derrick Henry there. I kind of felt like he was mic'd up for just a second. <laughs> and uh, But, I mean, listen, Derrick Henry ap- appearing to be upset at the end of Sunday's game uh, is honestly the least of our concerns because if anything that nine times out of ten goes the Titans way the next week if he is upset um, he's he's going to take that out that that negative energy that he might be feeling that we're suspecting he might be feeling and he's going to come straight out through the stiff arm yeah y'all couldn't see it but he's sitting here stiff arming the arm like or stiff arming the air like crazy and I mean. I don't, still nothing. I don't even think he's moving air like Derrick Henry can with that stiff arm. Colts head coach Frank Wright had some uh, some interesting comments today. I'm just going to say I think we terrify the Indianapolis Colts. Um, this is what he had to say. Obviously, a team that has established itself as a top team in our division. It's a challenge for us to come on the road at their place and play a team that is good in all three phases. So we'll do our best to get ready for the game. Frank is trembling in his shoes. I don't know what kind of shoes he wears. It's probably going to make fun of him for having like some kind of old man shoes. But we'll leave that for Philip Rivers. <laughs> yeah, I. It sounds like he is. Uh, you know, like you. I can see where you're saying he's scared, but it does. He's given us respect. And respect that we have earned in this division is what it sounds like to me. And I can, I have a little bit of respect for him for acknowledging that we are a top team in this division. And after this Thursday, well, right now we're sitting at the top of the division, but after a statement win this Thursday, we'll really be sitting high and mighty at the top of the division. If you remember what I said uh, about how the last game went for the Titans, the Bears were only 2 of 15 on third down, uh, which, which is a huge improvement from what we have seen from the Titans. And I just I think that's a, a testament to things changing on the defense. And obviously we've got you know a couple of new faces in there. Tier Tart made the play. Obviously the big one, Desmond King. Um, and, and some more guys are, are having to get in and play, especially with, you know, Vic Beasley being cut, uh, Jonathan Joseph being cut. And honestly, I think that, you know, might've unsettled a few guys. They're like, Hey, I got to step it up. And 
we got to touch on this right quick. Well, we- my my point that I was getting to, and I, I know I was taking a, a long time to get there, but uh, on Sunday the Colts were two for twelve on third down. So I would expect us to continue, or the, I would expect the the Titans to continue that trend Thursday night and keep that percentage low for the Colts on third down. I would definitely like to see them do that, and of course you would. It occurred to me that we had missed a comment uh, on our podcast a couple weeks ago. Levi Kelly, fan of the show, friend of the show, he said his comment was, Big Jeff is a problem. And Big Jeff is a problem. I think this is the perfect week for us to acknowledge that because Big Jeff was definitely a problem Sunday. But we had so many people step up. I mean... Jeffrey Simmons has been playing good pretty much all year. He's maybe had one game where he wasn't as impactful, but pretty much every game he's had some type of impactful play, and he had a couple of them in this last game against the Bears, but Daquan Jones was a big factor for tackles for loss in this past game against the Bears. Jayon Brown stepped up. Like you mentioned, Desmond King with the scoop and score. This defense is starting to look good, and then Roberson finally getting a good amount of snaps and you know looked healthy out there, and he's doing his thing, getting pressure on the quarterback. And now we're going up against a quarterback that I, I'm just going to tell you, we are really going to have to watch out for Phillip Rivers running the ball. I mean, it, he can, it, hey, listen, he it, can extend plays with the best of them. Deshaun but, Watson – uh, Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, even he, Philip Rivers is on that level. He he's terrifying. I mean, on the year he has twelve attempts for negative two yards. So I mean, obviously we're just joking about that right there. Get, I get, I am not worried at all about Philip Rivers running the ball on us. I mean, we seen they get it, Tyler. We seen how, unlike you. The good people on the other side of the podcast can feel the sarcasm. Oh, wow. Okay. We've seen how athletic he was whenever he tried to make that tackle this past week against the Ravens. I mean, he tripped over his athleticism. Yeah, he completely got in the way. 100%. And then, just to add insult to injury, I believe the Ravens uh, defender could have just kept running down the sidelines and been untouched. He's seen Rivers fall and ran and jumped over him. <laughs> I mean, knowing that he wasn't going to get him. That's the that's the kind of disrespect we need to see from a guy like Jeremy McNichols on Thursday. <laughs> Ahead by like, you know, 28 points. And Jeremy McNichols just so, somehow, Philip Rivers is trying to tackle Jeremy McNichols in, in some twisted scenario. I say don't you've you've lost me here because you're talking about two people on uh offense that, that's what I, that's why i'm saying you know somehow in in some twisted scenario you know maybe maybe nick mcnichols has to you know punt return or something and philip rivers is the punter right all right guys so uh <laughs> we're just gonna move on from that topic uh not really sure what's happened to tanner apparently this short week and recording on a Monday after 
you know, I mean, you know how Mondays are. Not everybody gets a massage every Monday, Tyler. This is the first Monday in a long time, so point invalid. Um, is there anyone on this Colts offense that really concerns you? Yeah, man, Philip Rivers. <laughs> I'm talking about honestly concerns you, not just uh, sarcastically. Okay, actually, uh, I'm going to go with the two rookies, Jonathan Taylor, Michael Pittman. Good. Those, those are the guys for me. Um, and, you know, that actually, you know, with all due respect to the Colts, I mean, you you do have to give them that, you know, they've got these two rookies, and that's a testament to their future, that the two rookies on their team right now are the two guys that we are saying, or, you know, I'm, I'm assuming you agree with me, the two guys that we're saying are going to be problems this week. Definitely Jonathan Taylor. Um, he's been, he's not had a bad hey, year. I told you about David Montgomery last week. I told you this yeah. guy's going to make an impact. Yeah, not, he did. Not the impact you wanted. I, that is but, exactly the impact I wanted. No, what you were thinking about fantasy when you said he was going to be an impact player. Listen, I was. I, you didn't think that Jeffrey Simmons was going to make him fumble and Desmond King was going to scoop and score. You don't know that. I know you well enough to know that that's not what you were thinking. That was my bold prediction. I just didn't say it. Oh, lies, lies. Why you got to lie to our fans? Anyways, moving on. Um, yeah, I will say that those are probably the two guys we have to, uh, watch out for there. So now you agree with me with Pittman. Uh, I, I can, Listen, I can see those two guys being T.Y. Hilton, problem. Uh, he, you know, T.Y. Hilton might play. He might play. He, he could be a problem. Um, I just, I, I just know he has so many issues with injuries. Like has T.Y. Hilton ever played? Ever, except maybe that one game. T.Y. Hilton, I believe, has had some pretty good games against us. <laughs> Hush. What but about? He, he's just never in. He's never in. Right. I there. I don't think there's been many seasons that he's played like the entire season. Uh, Not that I can remember. I mean, if someone wants to fact check us on that, you know, just let us be know. my guest. But I, I don't, which I don't keep up with the Colts enough to know. I just. I keep up with them to know, hey, we play them two times a year, and that's all I really care about. Keep I, your enemies closer than your friends, Tyler. I just want to get get the wins against them. Yep, yeah, but the more you know about them, the more, I guess, you know, we'll leave that up to the coaches, but I like to study our opponents. How do you? You know, since we do talk about them on, <laughs> on the podcast. Now, I did see where I believe one of the tight ends for the Colts is Mo Ali Cox is possibly going to be out. So that that could help us out. Well, especially since I mean, if you look back to Week One, which I know this is a completely different defense than Week One, but I mean, honestly, if you just look at the Titans in general, uh, I feel like tight ends have always been an issue, and I don't understand why because you've got a guy like Jayon Brown, who's a good coverage linebacker. But, you know, I mean, Noah Fant was a huge problem in week one. And like I said, I know this defense has been, you know, it, it's completely different than what we saw in week one. But tight ends. Also, Jack Doyle last week went down with a concussion. Yeah, Doyle may have been the one that I was mainly thinking of. 
because I don't think he will get cleared in time to play this game. And he's had, he's another guy that's had some really good games against us and been just like a thorn in our side. Mo Ali Cox has, has been a problem this season also. Um, but I, I think he might be in danger of missing the game also. But hey, I will, you- right quick, I do want to say, I don't, I'm not just extremely worried about the Colts' offense. I mean, just from what I'm seeing, they really rank kind of in about middle of the pack as far as their offense goes. And they're 27th in the league in passing touchdowns. And let's see, they're 14th in the league in rushing touchdowns. So, you know, it's not like they're offense just concerns me that much obviously we need our defense to play like they did against the bears and really step up and make them go two for 15 on third down or oh for 15 something like that but you know we can't overlook them keep it under 20 percent and i'll be happy under 20 i'll be happy if it's under 35 (laughs) percent well i mean with what we're used to, other than uh, obviously the exception being last week, hell, be under fifty percent. <laughs> yeah, I mean, as long as they're not third and nineteen, and you know, Philip Rivers rolls out to the right and puts a juke move on Rashawn Evans and scampers for thirty-five yards for a first down. <laughs> like on the list Look, of most Titans things to potentially happen, put that at the top. I was about to say. I would bet you a hundred dollars that we never see that happen, but it would be my luck that that would be the exact thing to happen. <laughs> so I'm gonna just I'm gonna take that back and not not actually throw it out there. Uh, one thing that we haven't talked about so far is the possibility of a Dory Jackson coming back, and I am gonna mention that you were off your game last week. You misinformed the good people. The good fans of the Titans Time podcast. I'm sorry to all of our fans that I am the one who usually has all of our facts straight, and I misspoke and said that if Adoree Jackson did not play against the Bears, that he would be out for the rest of the season on season-ending IR. Come to find out, like Tanner said, I was wrong. The Titans have until this Wednesday to decide what to do with him. If he does not get activated this Wednesday, then yes, he is out for the rest of the season. And you're sure but, that's right this time? Um, going off everything I've heard, yes. I mean, if I'm wrong, I will apologize to everyone again. But Well, you can go ahead and apologize for Jinx and Corey Davis as well. Man, just, your just opinion, leave me alone. Your opinion in the trash with Nick Foles. Okay. Okay. Hey, it's time for our quick hitters. You ready for it? Already that time? It's that time. So, we're going to get to... Okay, my mind's going blank. Do we do the keys to the game or the bowl prediction Yes, we do the keys to the game. Come on, man. Listen, we're going to go with the keys to the game. Start it first. We could change it up this week and go with bowl predictions. But normally, my bowl prediction kind of comes from my key to the game. But, let's hear it. Key to the game... Get to Phillip Rivers and make him uncomfortable. But, I mean, honestly, he's just going to he's gonna extend the play. It doesn't matter who we get back there. Yeah, I mean, it I, would have to be someone, you know, like Desmond King or uh, maybe even a Malcolm Butler, someone with a, enough speed. Not that Malcolm Butler is 
too terribly fast at cornerback, but with enough speed to track him down. Right. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. It, it's going to be tough, but that's why it's going to be the key to the game of getting to Phillip Rivers and making him uncomfortable. Uh, I'm going to say the key to the game is you have to establish the run against the Colts' defense. Because as you know, as you mentioned earlier, the Colts' defense is one of the best in the league at defending the run, and they're even up there uh, in pass coverage as well. But it, you know, if they can establish the run with Derrick Henry, I think uh, things are going to go well during the game. All right, I like that key to the game. Now it is time for our bold predictions. Let's hear what you have. I'm going to say that our great king, Derrick Henry. You're going to ask me which one. Not the Tiger King, Derrick Henry. <laughs> um, the original king, the offensive king. He's going to go for 150 and drop one rushing touchdown and one receiving touchdown. Wow. Man, I don't know what's gotten into you lately. You've actually uh, changed your way. Actually, I know what it is. You have, you've got that one point lead on me for this and after you want to get on me last week oh well that's not really that bold after you threw it wasn't that bold after you threw out some that were not that bold and got your one point for getting it right now you're like well i have this one point lead i can get crazy with mine and you know really make them bold and if he doesn't do it I can call him out because he started out really bold on all his predictions. Well, so hey, listen. he can't go backwards on his. Well, hey, listen. I, I, I got you figured out. No, I understand that you're upset that I'm ahead on bold predictions. Oh, no. And I'm not I think upset. you're forgetting that the bold prediction that I did hit right on was like Ryan, Ryan Tannehill with like an insane. Four passing some, touchdowns, yeah, I believe. Four passing touchdowns. So I'm just saying that it, it was pretty bold. And listen, you're just upset. I've got the lead. I clutched it. And I'd love to see you call that not bold. All right, then. All right. My bold prediction is that... Not that bold. (laughs) We are going to see both Derrick Henry and... Jonu Smith have over 125 yards. Both Derrick Henry will have over 125 yards rushing, and Jonu Smith will have 125 total yards. Okay. Okay. Hmm. You didn't want to go with the defense on this one. I see. I, I, I thought they about They finally it. got their sacks last week, and then... But, I, I really thought about it. I was, the whole time you were going through yours, I was sitting here thinking about what I could throw out there for the bold prediction for a defense. But with how good this Colts defense has been, I felt like it would be better to go with two offensive weapons and go bold on what they're going to do. Yeah. Uh, I Okay, I will classify that as bold. I will. Unless unless it comes true, then uh-huh. I won't. If it comes true, we're tied. Unless mine also comes true, because you're you're getting dangerous in that territory there with the 125 for Derrick Henry, because then 25 more throw in a rushing touchdown, throw in a receiving touchdown. Yeah, but see, that's throwing in a lot of things there. 
All I'm saying is you're in dangerous territory with the 125 for Derrick Henry. It'll be all right. That's all I'm saying. And last but not least, our score prediction. These are supposed to be quick hitters. We've spent a little bit of time on them. But uh, I'll make this one quick. This game is supposed to be close. Uh, the last I checked, Titans are favored by like one or one and a half. Uh, I think earlier I said 28 points. Uh, but that was also paired with the Philip Rivers punting to Jeremy McNichols. So I'm going to say... Uh, it's probably going to come down to a field goal. I know we hate to hear that. I see you. You're a little upset across the table. Um, but 24 to 21 Titans. I'm going to go with the Titans 28, the Colts 24. Both close. Both close. And, I mean, you think the Titans are better than the, the one and a half point spread that they've been given this week? I I honestly think so too. Obviously, we're seeing from the uh, the the comments from Colts head coach Frank Rock that he's scared. The team is scared. They understand that the Titans are the number one team in the AFC South. And the last two weeks, but before the Bears game, uh, were a little bit flukish for the Titans. You know, shouldn't have lost either one of those games. But honestly, I think it was probably a good thing that they did. Now they're back on track and going to throw in a little rhyme here. They're not going to look back. Mm-mm-mm. I don't even know how to respond to that. Well, I'll know how to respond. I'm going to end the podcast. That's all that we've got for today. Uh, please listen to my, my, my little speech that I gave at the beginning of the episode. And, and share. just in case you've forgot his speech, please Help us out. Share the podcast with all your friends, family. It really helps us out a lot. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a five-star rating. Leave us some comments and some questions. We'll make sure to get the questions answered on the next podcast. We look at all the comments. He's going to tell you what our YouTube is here in a minute. Make sure you go find that. Share that with your friends and family and everyone else. And make sure you subscribe to it like our videos, turn on the post notifications, comment on our videos. We really appreciate it, and like I said, it helps us out a lot. Also, we mentioned our interaction earlier. Make sure that you're following us on social media. And, uh, hey, you see a tweet out there from the Titans Time Podcast? Throw a little like and a retweet out there. It's uh, Titans underscore time. Our Instagram is Titans Time Podcast. The YouTube, which Tyler mentioned just a second ago, is also Titans Time Podcast. Facebook, I've mentioned this for the past couple of weeks. I'm still seeing rookie numbers on Facebook. If you're not on Facebook, go create an account just to like the Titans Time Podcast. It is Titans Time on there. And last but not least, actually least right now, we've been slacking on it a little bit, our website, titanstimepodcast.com. This has been Titans Time, and as always, tighten up. <laughs>